Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The eviction ban, it's back in the news again today because politicians are going to meet later on this evening to discuss whether or not it should be extended, um, should it be changed, altered in some way. It is uh, is due to expire actually in, in the coming weeks. And I got a really interesting email in from Richard about this. Richard, will you just outline why you don't want this ban to be extended? Well, it's, it's devastating for landlords and tenants, especially tenants. Because every, every single piece of legislation the government has introduced in the last 20 years uh, has reduced choice and value for tenants. And it's pushed landlords out of the market and it's also um, dissuaded them from joining. In, uh, just explain The main that. reason that I wrote the, the email to you is that I have two empty uh, units coming up for rent and I cannot, with good business sense, rent them out. Why? The main reason is is rent control. That's the initial one. Uh, It's at a 2% increase in the rent pressure zone that I'm in. And inflation officially is 8-9%, but actually for landlords it's closer to 15-20% to because our costs are, you know, on repairs, building materials, those kinds of things. And those have gone up a lot more than 8 or 9%. And then the other really big main one is the fear. The fear that... um, your investment as a landlord, you've taken out a mortgage, 300 grand on a property, and you're looking at potentially losing half of that value and paying a mortgage on something that's only worth half that value. And in my family, and in, in, especially for me, renting out is a form of a pension. I don't have a private pension, and being in the property market, renting out a unit is my form of a pension, and I can't see a future in it right now. So where does this leave you, Richard, at the minute then? It, right now, it leaves me, friends of mine who are also landlords, family members who are also landlords as exiting the market because it, it, we kind of think that it's actually too late. Unless the government stand up and admit and say, we've got it so wrong. We've, we've introduced all of this legislation over the years that has pushed landlords out And we don't need to stabilize the system. We don't need to tweak the edges. We need to throw everything out to get an avalanche of landlords back into the market. Like an avalanche. We all know there's an absolute crisis at the moment. And to to think that rent control, eviction bans, all I mean, I could keep going on, the, the fact that you have a property you're paying a mortgage on for 300 grand, and you're only allowed to charge one month's deposit, it makes no business sense. Instead, the government should be saying, listen, we're going to free up the whole thing. We've created this incredibly difficult problem with rent control. We're going to have to create a 10-year plan to get out of it, and we're going to have to reassure all new landlords and all new tenancies will be completely uh, free of this encumbrance. And then you'll attract thousands back in. Okay, but what about those that are that are actually renting? What about the tenants and, and the fact that a lot of this was been brought in to help alleviate the two and three and four times the go and average rent that people yeah. were often previously been charged? Yeah, well, first of all, all of those existing tenants, in my view, are now prisoners. The government has made them prisoners to the, to the property that they're renting because they can't leave. And they probably then can't leave their job because they can't find somewhere else to live 
for that new job in another part of the country. Okay? Unfortunately, it, 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 I mean, it's, I think it's perverse that the government has brought in rent control to help tenants and it's done the opposite. You can argue, yes, oh, but it's frozen their rent so that they mm. can afford it. But if the, land, if the government had enacted policies to bring in thousands of other landlords, you would have got choice, you would have got value, and the rents would never have gone up the way they did. You mentioned at the, at the start there, Richard, you have, what, two empty units at the moment or two, two empty properties that you could yeah. rent. And, yeah. and because of the current situation with the eviction ban, I know that's being yeah. discussed later today, you're actually yeah. not going to rent these out. It makes no business sense. But then how are you paying, like, surely the rental income would actually help to pay the mortgage on them rather than having them it, sitting lying idle. Why, why would, listen, I'm, I'm trying to invest for my pension, okay? I don't have a private pension. So I have to put my business hat on and go, is this a good idea, okay? And you're thinking, oh, surely better rent, any rent is good, okay? But if inflation is taking off for me at 15% and I'm locked into only a 2% rental increase. That makes no sense. But that's, that's a small temporary problem. The big problem I see is that this government are going to be voted out in the next general election. Sinn Féin will be voted in. Any sitting tenants will get right of tenure forever. And you will never be able to sell that, that property freehold. And do you know what that means? The only buyer will be another landlord with rent control which means your 300,000 mortgage that you're paying on that property, the property will only be worth 150 or less. Ludicrous. I mean, if, if I was advising any landlords in, in, in this country, I would be, get out now while you can. Is that what you're planning to do? I, I don't see an alternative. Like I said, so unless the government okay. stood up and said we've made a horrendous mistake. Well, l- l- let me bring in, I have another caller with us as well, Richard. Stay on the line. M- Michelle is on the line too. Michelle, you're also a landlord. Do you agree with Richard? I, I do. I mean, I think the big thing that, that Richard is saying there is the fear. And I think for, yes, w- 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 would we like to pay less tax? Would we like if, if I think the rent caps, I can understand why they were brought in, but you've got mortgage interest rates up by 3% since the summer, and you still have a rent cap of 2%. And there were definitely people who were taken advantage of, and that should be dealt with. But the vast majority of people, I believe, their biggest reason for getting out right now is fear. It's because every, everything the government have done to fiddle and meddle with the market is actually doing the doing the opposite of what they're trying to achieve. It's building up a head of steam of people who are saying they're going to keep fiddling, they're going to keep meddling. To Richard's point, Sinn Féin get into government, I'll never get my property back. I won't be able to, I, you know, I, we bought a property, we'll say, hopefully that our children could use it when they go to college. I won't be able to facilitate that because the government are going to say no, this person is in your property, in they decided not to pay so rent, what but is, you can't get them out. What, what is your situation, Michelle? You obviously have a rental apartment or house or something, do you? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. And you and bought it, it as an investment. In case of, we, we had to move out, we moved on, bought a house, kept the, kept the property, we weren't in it long enough, the market was starting to turn, it wasn't worth selling, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Um, but the plan was, and our the rent that we currently are charging is approximately 600 below the market rent. So 
when people when people say, oh, the average, the the reports come out and say the average rental price has gone up huge percentage. Mm. That average is being driven by the 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 REITs. It's being driven by the new properties that are coming out with huge high rent, and the average is being dragged up because the small private landlords that got stuck with rent caps and two-year rent freezes and all the rest are leaving the market. But that's not indicative of all the small private landlords who have properties well, probably below the market rate. So you're, you're in a rent, the ones that are leaving. You're in a rent pressure zone and yet you're, you're, in a rent zone, you're yeah. undercharging. In terms of what you could charge, you're charging Absolutely. €600 yeah. Euro less. And you've yeah. tenants obviously in it at the moment, Michelle. A tenant, yes. You have a tenant and in it at the moment. It's yeah. worth it to me. I wouldn't. They're great tenants. I trust them implicitly. Um, okay. And it's it's actually more advantageous because the risk of getting a tenant yeah, in. The wrong tenant. Yeah, no, fair the enough. The wrong tenant. And I think if the government were willing to say, we will make sure that you it is not your responsibility to have rogue tenants, I think that would help a lot of landlords as well. It's the fear of getting somebody into your property who won't pay rent, mm. who will trash the property, and where all interventions are only in support of that tenant staying in city. I, I slightly disagree on that. Go on, Richard. Well, of course, everyone fears the rogue t- tenant. Luckily, I've never had one. All of my tenants have their full deposit back, etc., etc. But if you have a good tenant in there, and they're under rent control, and the crisis continues, and it gets worse and worse, okay? I truly believe that the gov- this government or the next government are going to say we need more rights for tenants because the landlord's going to evict them and give them a permanent tenancy right under rent control forever, whether you sell the property or not. And good tenants will take advantage of that because they have no alternative, because there is no choice and value out there because no landlords are joining the market. I, I know they're meeting to discuss this eviction ban, uh, whether yeah. or not to amend it or change it. I heard uh, Jim O'Callaghan over the weekend talking about yeah. it being, you know, a, a complex issue. Um, one of the points that was made, Michelle, is that, you know, he said if the eviction ban is extended, it's going to have to ensure that the rights of the property owners, so like you guys, that you're given some recognition in that legislation. In your eyes, Michelle, what form does that recognition take? I, to be honest, I find that very hard to believe that it would be anything credible or meaningful, and and that's just. I, I think I think so many landlords are just feeling like it's all just talk, because it only is going one direction, and to, to Richard's point, a change of government with a party that has blatantly suggested. Um, the exact opposite of any protection for, for landlords um, is just creating... I, don't, I, I believe a significant number of landlords would, would be quite happy to stay in the market. As, as to Richard's point, it's a pension, it's an investment that you've made. People don't go into it to, to get out of it really, really quickly. Um, so it's all these meddlings with the market um, that are just creating a pent-up need for landlords to feel like I, I have to get out because this is not sustainable. Yeah. This does not make business sense anymore. How, this is not an investment that makes sense. How, how do you see that um, those complex issues being balanced, Richard? 
like I said, I don't think the, the tweaking, because I sat down with my local TD two weeks ago and aired all of these problems. And even he didn't grasp it properly at the beginning. He thought the situation was more complex and maybe it was, you know, the government are, are doing lots to build houses. And I looked at him and I said, you have a crisis and you need an avalanche of, la- of landlords and you are doing nothing to address that. Nothing. And I, 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 like I said, I think the entire system needs to be overhauled. I mean, as, as, as it was touched on just there, if you do have a problem tenant, it'll take you two years to, to, to get your property back. And it's well known amongst the landlord community that a lot of landlords end up bribing tenants to leave. Tenants who are either paying the rent who or aren't paying the rent because it's worthwhile bribing a tenant to leave the, 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 the property when they haven't been paying rent for a year or two than it is to go to court. So our legal system is broken. Right. I think our planning system is broken. I, I think that uh, there's too many scapegoats being thrown around, like Airbnb and and um, the Ukrainian immigrant uh, uh, refugees. I mean, the demand is there for rented a property, and I'm surrounded by empty properties. I think part of the issue is that you know we don't we don't have the right kind of housing. Um, that the state should have been mm. building. Some of the texts in on this as well, uh, Richard and Michelle, this listener says, I'm also an accidental landlord. I've moved though to the UAE four years ago. I rented out my house in Dublin and now that I'm back, I want to move back into it. But the eviction ban means that I can't. I've ended up having to rent here. I'm now spending more on rent than I actually receive in income from my tenants. Another listener, rents are totally unaffordable. What a load of nonsense. Returns to landlords are in the circumstances pretty healthy relative to other options. This texter says, um, listening to to, uh, your two callers, they're totally right in what they're saying. I'm also an accidental landlord. I'm leaving the market when my tenants leave. The lease is up in six months' time. I've been renting for the past 15 years. Keep your messages coming in to us. Lots of you getting in touch actually about this. We are going to take a short break. Thanks to Richard and Michelle, though, for for getting in touch there. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're chatting about the eviction ban. It's back in the news today because it is due to expire at the end of the month. Politicians are going to meet to discuss basically what to do with the ban. Will they extend it? Will they amend it? Will they change it in some way? And we spoke to Richard there before the break. Interesting point he was making. Like he is too... Um, properties at the moment that are sitting lying idle and he's not going to rent them out if the eviction ban is uh, is is extended. William is with us on the line. William, you were listening to Richard and Michelle there. What's your situation? Yeah, um, hi Andrea. How are you? Um, we're accidental landlords. We, we built our house um, 15 years ago and um, we just rented the one we were living in. And um, we have good tenants presently, but um, the, the ones before this they, they just basically, after three months, they stopped paying the rent. And um, we issued all the notices that you you, you follow through and you issued them. And uh, basically, um, they ignored everything. And when we contacted the PRTB, the PRTB are running, or were then anyway, and I'm sure it didn't improve, 18 months behind. So basically, it's 18 months before the PRTB hear your case. And um, when they do hear it then and the, fine, the findings go out against them or whatever, 
all they have to do is appeal it. And before your appeal is heard, in, in our case anyway, it was another six months. And they can appeal that, I think, twice or maybe three times. The guy in my house actually said to me, if you pay me five or seven grand, he said, I'll settle at five. He said, I usually look for seven. Um, I'll leave. And the I tenant said, wanted um, you to... This is the point that Richard made earlier. Yeah, the tenant wanted me to pay him. He said, look, I normally get seven. He said, but look, I'll settle for five because we very want good to move of him, on. Right, yeah. He yeah. was, going to, he so was looking said, for no, you to give him obviously. five grand to get out of the house despite having not paid yeah. rent for how many months? Um, well, in the end, it was two and a half years. So I didn't pay the money, obviously. And uh, he said to me, I said, well, I'm not paying. You're, you're never going to get any money out of me. I said, if that's what you, if that's what you think. And he said, well, listen, he said, it's going to cost you more than that in the end. He said, I know how the system works, mate. He says, and I won't leave. And they were there for two and a half years and they didn't pay rent. And in the end, we've got a hearing over that loan with the PRTB. They didn't turn up. The hearing went in our favour, but we never got anything out of it. The PRTB was to folly them up and get the money for us and we never heard And We emailed the PRTB loads of occasions. Mm. Nothing ever happened. Nothing back. We never heard back from the PRTB. We never heard back from them. Well, thank God we didn't hear back from them, but... That was it, like. So, I mean, I, I can understand people leaving. I mean, it's, it's anybody, that, that other man said he never had bad tenants mm. and um, it never happened to him. Until it actually happens to you, you, you don't know. You just think, oh, yeah, maybe somebody didn't pay the rent for two months. But it's not just that. Your whole life is disrupted. Nothing went on in our house at the time, only what's going to happen next. They were actually sending us solicitors' letters. <laughs> So when you hear this news about the obviously the eviction ban is in place and 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 they're discussing about extending it, look, what are you doing with your property, your your rental property at the moment, William? Well, at the minute we have really good tenants. They okay. pay the rent on time mm. all the time, but their lease is up in six months' time, and one hundred percent we're we're getting out. We're going to sell the house. You'll just get rid of because it because it's just yeah. We're just going to get rid of it because for. We make no money off it, like you know. It's just we 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 had the house because we sold it, or we we built our own house and we didn't sell it. But um, what what do you say to this texter, uh, William, as well, who's got in touch? This listener says, you know, I'm listening to landlords complaining. They're in a position of privilege, complaining that they can't make more money. What about the renters who can't find a place to live or a place to buy because landlords have become greedy? Well. Um, in our situation, I'm sure big landlords are greedy. I mean, it's, I see um, the prices in, in Dublin that are being charged. But uh, our house is actually a three-bed semi in excellent condition on 1.25 acres. And we're charging 800 euros a month. And we just put it up um, only last month. Uh, 690 I think, we were charging until last month. And we just mm-hmm. decided we're just going to have to put it up because with the tax and everything on it. So we're not, we're not renting to make money. We were just happy out to get somebody in there that mm-hmm. you would know, keep the house for. Well, as in, you said, you you sort of became a landlord accidentally. It wasn't a, yeah. a business. Um, so there's model a lot of small landlords on. that not in there making money. Like we don't make money from it. Yeah, that's just you know. Marcus, Marcus, with us as well, William. Um, Mark, what do you think should happen with the with this eviction ban? I think that's a red herring to a certain extent. Um, nobody. 
normal wouldn't have sympathy for somebody who's in danger of losing their house. No issue with that. The analogy I would use is like if you're walking down by a riverbank and a, some per, unfair, unfortunate person falls in, the government expects the landlord to jump in and save them whether they can swim or not. The problem here is the lack of supply in housing, which has been caused by government policy over a long number of years. And the government won't take the side of the landlord or the side of fairness because there are more votes for more uh, tenants than our landlords. Um, as an example, if I may quickly, I was talking to a friend of mine recently who is an engineer, and at one time in his career, he was responsible for um, public housing in a, in a county in Ireland. I was talking to him on Friday evening, and he was telling me that at one stage, some local representative pleaded with him to come see a house or some issue, whatever it was, I can't remember. And when he was in there, one of the issues was there was a loose door handle. And the representative said to my friend, uh, will you make a note of that, make a report of that to get somebody out to fix that? My friend said, no. I said, why not? He said, give me a knife out of your drawer, please. Give him the knife, went over, used it and fixed it. That was it done. And, that's, and when he met the representative later on, socially, he said to him, you know something, you were dead right there. And my friend, why didn't you say it then? Oh, I couldn't, he said, I'd lose votes. And that's the problem. A whole culture has been created which made the, the landlords the, 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 the bad eggs in this situation. And landlords are apprehensive now that if a left-wing government comes in, it bad will go to worse. Do you, feel, do, do, do you feel like a bad egg, William? Like, do you feel that's kind of the name or the, the, you know, the, the branding, I suppose, that's been given to landlords now? That's the way it is. It's all... up everything... People before profit and Sinn Féin and they're all shouting like there should be no evictions, there should be no evictions. But um, clearly none of them were in the position I was in. No, There isn't anybody would want somebody in their house for two and a half years not paying rent and to know at the end of the two and a half years um, you're not going to get anything. And it's not so much to re- even to take out of the Take out of the situation that the, the money for the rent is—it's not—it's not that even. It's your whole home is disrupted by what's going on. Have, have, you, have, you, I mean? have, have you rental properties, Mark? Yes, I have a number of rental properties, and I, we're, we're, my, my wife and I were not accidental landlords. Uh, many years ago, my wife lost her good job that she really liked and enjoyed and was very good at. And completely out of the blue, um, she returned home from a summer holiday and to be met at the door uh, by somebody from head office telling her you have no job. And we decided, uh, she got her redundancy money, and we said, you know what, down the road when we're 40 years older, I don't want, we don't want to be dependent on somebody else for our pension um, because they may let us down. We don't know what the future will bring. So we try and have a pension for ourselves. So we made a deliberate decision, mm. a long-term decision, that we would invest mm. in some property. We took a long-term view. We took out mortgages. Um, I would say we have been working to keep the properties for 20 years um, because, as everybody knows, by the time you take out your 52% tax mm. in your PRSI, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you've answered the mortgage, you're losing money. Like Just as a small example, I, have, I still have a property. I'm getting €768. Euro. There's 200 management fees. My mortgage is 1400 uh, and I, you know, I spent maybe six thousand on it last year. You know, I lost a fortune in that house, and that's, you know, I have another house similar situation. But I was happy enough to take a long-term view that so at some stage the house would work for me. But now I'm restricted. I'm locked in. Like if I try and and um, ask that tenant, and a very good tenant, he has nowhere to go. Yeah, it puts me to say you, I'm the bad egg if I ask him w- to leave. W- w- would you sell? Would you sell up, Mark? Like is that sort of what you're thinking? 
Would yeah. you sell them? You would, yeah. Well, no. Would I sell them? Yes. We have considered and we're at some point we're, we, we would like to have the freedom to make reasonable choices for ourselves and our family. We have adult children who cannot get onto the, the, the property ladder. We would like the nutrition to help them. And, you know, and, and at this stage, we don't want the grief and the hassle. It, it's not worth it. The RTB is an absolute joke. It is just beyond belief. Uh, they're so onerous, you can't, you can't get to talk to them. Like just, again, as an example, if I may, um, we had a, a, a situation recently where after protracted communication with one of my tenants because of the condition and state of the house and begging them, please put it somewhere reasonable, and um, they would do absolutely nothing. They then called out the environmental health officer who, uh, after some discussions, more or less told me tough, broken glass, um, broken wardrobes, uh, mould in the house because of lack of ventilation said doesn't matter it's all your fault it's, no it's your responsibility if you don't fix it we'll bring you to court you could pay 5,000 euro in fine right. and better than that it'll be off my desk l- l- he did not care yeah l- l- let me bring in Hugh as well Mark Hugh, Hugh was on the line Hugh you're an estate agent and a landlord yourself Um like, what, what do you think is going to happen? Because I've more and more texts coming in. Like, there's some texts all right from tenants, but the majority of the texts today are from people who are landlords saying the next opportunity they're selling up. Yeah, I think what we're seeing, and we've seen it for the past, since since uh, lockdown has, has finished, uh, we've seen a mass exodus of landlords out of the market. About 60% of all uh, second-hand properties that we're selling in our offices in Mead and Dublin are ex-landlords uh, and uh, the business through Morris Alliance auctioneers as I said we don't see that changing uh, we see that continuing we believe that the government should be looking at this differently uh, and what we do believe is that they should be incentivizing landlords to stay in the, in the business and there, that can simply be done as they've done it with land leasing agricultural land leasing and that's uh, give a tax allowance for the term, if a landlord gives a five-year or a 10-year or a 15-year lease to an individual, it works for both parties, for the landlord mm. and for... It might not sound popular, though, would it, given incentives to landlords? I wonder, would that be the reason? Well, I think you keep people in the market and what you do is you create that they will come in and, and buy stock and redevelop stock uh, and, and put it out into the market, which will have a counteraction on, on rent inflation what that's about, going on in this country. What, what about, I know there's a number of different options that the, seemingly they're looking at, you know, as part of this eviction ban that's due to expire at the end of the month. One of them we're hearing is that there would be an exemption for landlords who want to move back into the property or, you know, even allow, allow their children to do so, which is the, the case that Michelle was making a little earlier. Do you think that would work, you? That's already there uh, as part of the, the, the uh, outside the eviction ban. Uh, that that is still allowed uh, under under the rules that are there. But what we have to do is encourage people to develop and get housing into the market. That will have a knock-on effect in rental values by supply, and supply is the big issue here, and will continue to be unless we are radical in how we change that. Around. Okay. I have a message in here from a listener on on, uh, on WhatsApp. That number is 087-1400-106. This listener says, I'm listening to the conversation with landlords and tenants. Can you name another industry that is shackled like landlords? They can't do this, uh, can't continue to do it. Government policies have actually created this problem in the first instance. Another texter has got in touch to say, I'm a tenant and I'm absolutely 
uh, devastated listening uh, to the discussion about poor landlords. Um, they want to put themselves in my shoes for a day. Uh, Madge says, though, completely agree with William. I look after a property for a landlord when the pandemic first happened and the last eviction ban, they stopped paying the rent. 18 months later, after the appeals and you go to the to tribunal with the RTB, they left. They never paid rent. They owed €13,000. We're going through a mediation trying to get money back. Can't see it happening, says Madge. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.